my name's Steph Scholl, and I'm here with the one and only Silver Dollar Man. <laughs> yes, better known. Well, actually, that is how I'm better known, but my name is Scott Stevenson, and we're here with... Susie Foster from Realty Path. So, Susie, tell us a little bit about this award that you got. Oh, my A few goodness. years back, right? A few years back, yes. That was actually 2018, if my memory serves me right. <laughs> anyway, they, well, they kept calling me. They kept calling me and saying, Susie, you won this award. You're, you know, we need to have reservations for this big luncheon thing. And I thought it was a fluke because I don't keep track of numbers. And that's a terrible thing to admit. <laughs> But I really don't. My goal is to serve my clients, and I really don't focus on numbers. And so I kept putting them off. They kept calling me from like January, <laughs> and it's or I guess it was maybe even December because it was the year before. And and anyway, they just kept calling me, and I kept saying, "Well, I'm really not interested." Well, then all of a sudden they called me up and said, Susie, do you understand why we're calling you? And I said, I really don't know. And they said, because you have qualified to be among the top 500 agents in the Salt Lake Board. Well, actually qualified to be among the top 300, but I'm not an <laughs> RPAC contributor. I wasn't at that time, so I didn't get that award. But anyway, it was such a great honor to to have that. And so I went to the luncheon and, you know, got the pictures and got the award. And that was so much fun. Well, so that much. says so much about how many people have confidence in you, in your uh, ability to secure a house for their home so so how long you've been in business it, uh, boy it will be since 1994 1994 i remember that year were you even born stephanie of course i was scott <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I well, know. what got you into real estate ago. to begin with well it's been very good to me my clients have been i tell you i think i work with the best clients in the whole state of utah actually in the country because they're from all over. But what originally got me into real estate was I had a transaction personally because I have personally relocated um, 27 times since I was 23. And it's wow. been state to state, in the state, with children, without children, family, divorced. You know, it's been in all kinds of circumstances. This one particular time we were selling our home and <clears throat> excuse me, moving to um, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I had the worst experience. I'm not kidding you. The particular agent that I hired actually was allowing the people to move into my home before it actually funded. Oh, wow. And, um, and you didn't know that? I didn't know that. The neighbors called me because we had a moving truck and we were leaving. And it was my agent who was allowing it. Well, that, I'm going to tell you, it was a nightmare experience. So when the opportunity came to think about becoming a realtor, I thought, you know, I have had a ton of experience, some good and some bad. And if there's one thing that I do know how to do and know what a person wants is how to help a person buy and sell a home and how to help them make it a smooth process because I had a lot of experience with that and a <laughs> lot of different side, agents. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I really just thought if there is one thing that I can do really well in this world, it's that. So how do you make it a smooth process? 
you know, first of all, I try really hard to assess what my clients' needs are. That's really important to me. You know, sometimes they have little kids. Sometimes they're divorced. Sometimes, you know, it just depends. I try very hard to meet my clients where they are. So once I assess their needs and really understand what's important to them, that becomes very, very important to me. And so I work on that transaction as if it's my own transaction. Well, and you can feel that as a client a lot of times. You know, sometimes you have, and I've, well, I didn't move 27 or 28 or whatever. I know, it was times, a ton. Nobody does that except you. I've never <laughs> heard anybody me. doing that. Oh, my and I've goodness. only moved three or four or five times and you know, over the course of my life. But every time you can kind of tell whether you get an agent who actually really cares and one who just is interested in the transaction of of doing it and then out and um Absolutely. so with somebody with that kind of background who knows that much about moving i'm sure you have great insights into and and are able to ask the right questions because asking the right questions a lot of times is really where you find out how to best serve your client well you really do it's kind of like they say peeling that onion skin back mm -hmm. you know you well why are you moving oh you know we just thought it's a great time to sell our house well why do you think it's a great time to sell your house what would that do for you if you sell your house you know and then you find out well you know i really want my child to go to this particular charter school or whatever it might be and and then the question would be is you know, what's important to you about that? What's important to you about having your child go to that charter school? And of course, then they're going to answer that question. And really, it's peeling back that onion skin to find out really honestly what's their heart's desire. And once I understand what their heart's desire is, then I can figure out all the legs that come with that and I can address all of those issues. Now, have things, you've been in business for a long time now, have things changed? Do you find anything that's changed dramatically since you first got into the business as far as how to help people? No. I mean, I know the business has changed. The business changes. Yes. Real estate changes. Yeah. I've seen a lot of changes since 1994. Absolutely, yeah. for sure. But people don't change. Yeah. I really believe you can have all the technology and you can have all the texting and you can have all of that all you want. But when it really comes down to it, Somebody wants you to be able to give them the service that they need. Boy. And I believe there is no substitute for service. And we talked a little bit about this prior to the podcast. So right. expound a little bit on that. We have iBuyers and, you know, they look at a home, they put the paperwork in and whatever. I've had clients actually who bought a house from me sight unseen, but it wasn't you just see a house online and there you go. It was talking to my client. It was taking them through the house on FaceTime. <laughs> and back then, it was actually taking pictures, if you can believe, and sending him the pictures. And, I remember you know, the old Polaroids. Mm -hmm. I know. It was crazy. And, you know, it was so funny. When my client, he was living out of state, and when he was trying to select an agent, he called me, and he told me what he was going through. And he said, Susie, I want you to know what my baseline is. And I said, well, what is that? And he said, it's you. Mm. Now, you know what? That was the greatest compliment anyone could ever pay me. Sure. Because he used my level of service and what I did for him to compare the agents that he was trying to hire to sell his home out of state. And is there 
I, I mean, I know you work for Realty Path. Is there a reason? Have you always been with Realty Path? I'm, no, I'm sure you haven't. I haven't always been with Realty Path. I was actually on the team for eight years mm -hmm. and did really, really well on the team. And Realty Path, well, a lot of companies try to solicit you. That's just how it is when you're in real estate. And Realty Path kept reaching out to me over and over and over for several years. And I would just say, no, I'm pretty loyal. I'm happy where I am. Everything is good. Then one day I decided, well, shoot, if you're going to feed me, I'll go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to feed me, I'll yeah. do what you mm -hmm. want. And so they took me to uh, a steakhouse. And as soon as I walked in the door, I actually saw my old broker, Paula Draper. Mm. And I love Paula. She was with, I want to say, Principal Realty Group if I'm correct. And when I realized Realty Path was actually the same company as who I had been with years ago, it was hands down no decision. Mm -hmm. I really liked the company and I really liked the owners of the company. I know them too and I like them too. In fact, I know that group, I mean that, that company and a lot of their brokers and Every single one of them is just a gem. Oh, awesome. In fact, the funniest experience that I had after I had gone in to talk to Paula, we were doing the paperwork and I was thinking, okay, well, this is probably, you know, going to be a good change. I saw a fellow walk out of the building and he was parked right beside me in a red truck. And I rolled my window down and I said, excuse me, are you with Realty Path? And he leaned in my window and he said, I sure am. And I said, well, I just kind of wonder what's your experience with working with this company? Well, holy cow, it was Wyatt, who's one of the owners of the company. <laughs> he leaned in the window. He remembered me and said, Susie, uh, I'm Wyatt. <laughs> so that was fun. That I was a fun that It came full circle. So. It did. It really did That's come nice. full circle. So. so like Scott has been asking about all this wisdom you've had for since the 90s, what do you wish more homeowners knew when purchasing a house? You know what? I... <sighs> I've thought a lot about that question because so many people have asked me that mm -hmm. through my career. And I've always heard people say to me, you would never go into a courtroom without an attorney. Yeah. And why? And it's because an attorney will protect your rights. Well, it's the same thing with real estate. We have to abide by what's called a code of ethics. And that's our job is to protect the rights of our clients and to keep them safe. And in the very best way, and with all I know how to do, that is always my goal. That's a wonderful explanation and very straightforward. I don't know that I've any, had anybody explain it. It's pretty simple, but very- well, it really is simple. Very, is, yeah. it's very straightforward. Okay, so Stephanie asked a little bit about buyers, but what about sellers? What kind of advice would you give to them? Oh my goodness, I'm so glad you asked me that question. You know, we live in a home so different than we sell a home. And yeah, there's always big things that we need to do, like we need to paint, we need to replace carpet. But you know what? My buyers look for little things when they go into a home. So I would, I would tell sellers, if you're really seriously considering the thought of selling, one, call me by all means, <laughs> but do the little things like look at your tubs, look at your showers. Do they need to be recalked? 
take off that nasty caulk and put on fresh caulk. Mm -hmm. Do they need to be regrouted? Does your tile need to be regrouted? It just freshens things up. So little things that you can do, you know, if you have a little separation between your um, countertop and the wall in the kitchen, just put some fresh caulk. There's so many little things that can be done that, believe it or not, they make a huge difference in a buyer appeal, which then absolutely translates to money for a sure. seller. Yeah. So, you know, somebody will buy a house that might be a little bit higher than your house if they walk in. And obviously, there are other things that we do, stage, and I always go in and help them put that house together like, like a buyer would want to see it. But if those little things are done and they're not walking in and seeing in the bathroom that dark colored caulk and the tile that looks to be, you know, looks like it needs to be regrouted and and maybe there's a, a crack in the door frame that needs to be puttied, you know, just little things. It's so surprising to me. It's not really surprising because we all want something fresh. But my buyers will buy something like that, even if it's a little bit more money or sometimes a lot more money if that's what they see as opposed to a house that they haven't done those things and like I say we live in a home so differently than we sell a home and so it, it's very very important when you're selling in the selling process to make sure that it's very light and bright you don't have clothes strewn all over the place you have your kitchen clean and there's just so many other little tips and tricks and um, and that's what I do, too, when I go in and meet with my sellers, is we talk about all of that. And, and I assume you just walk around the house and say, hey, you could do this, and you exactly. could do that, and you could do this. Because that's what a professional does. Because what happens, I think, to homeowners, and correct me if I'm wrong, they just get used to those things. So there's a, there's a little hole in the wall down there, and it's been there for seven years. And they've seen it for seven years and doesn't bother them anymore. It may have bothered them the day it happened. They're so used to visually seeing it that they don't think it's an eyesore. But when you walk in or a, or, or a buyer at this. I'm a fresh new set see, of you're eyes. A fr yeah, a fresh set of I eyes. have clients. In fact, I have one just last week called me up. And I've been working with him for a couple of years to try and get his house you know, we've remodeled, we've done carpet, we've done paint, we redid the fireplace, we did the railings, kitchen's been remodeled. I mean, he's done an amazing job on his home. And it's so cute because when we talk about the confidence, my clients have called me up and said, Susie, we've just come over, go through our house and just look at it through your eyes and, and tell me what else you think we need to do. And to me, that's a really great compliment that he has that much confidence in my ability to do that. And of course, I found a few things. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> do you recall, is there a favorite experience you've ever had of, of dealing with one of your clients that just touches your heart? And maybe you have many. Oh my, I, 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 you know, I have a lot of experience. I really do. I have a lot of clients that have sent me a ton of referrals through the years. I did have an experience that really did touch my heart, and I had sold a client's home. I'd helped him buy a, a home, and then I sold their home and helped them buy a larger home. And this was, oh, maybe, oh, I would say maybe five years ago. And at the closing table, the husband said to me, you know, Susie, at my job, 
I've had a lot of my coworkers come over and say, well, why are you paying full commission? Why are you doing that when you can go with other companies that, you know, you can save a lot of money? And it's going to make me a little teary because it really kind of choked me up. And he said, but I want to tell you what I told him. And I said, well, okay, what's that? And he said, I told him, you don't know, Susie. The level of service and how she works and how she protects me and what she does, she is our agent. She'll be our agent for life. Wow. And he said, I would happily pay you full commission knowing how you work and knowing the kind of service I'm going to get. Well, I have to tell you, that was really tender and really touching for me, that he would not only have the experience, but then voice that to me at the closing table as he was looking at, oh, I just paid commission you know, yeah. to this woman here. But never, never blinked an eye, never blinked an eye. And every time I see him, you know, they come give me a hug and we talk. And, and you know, that's really my goal is to just have lifetime friends, really, because a client is a one-time transaction. My goal is to have lifetime friends. Like you said, he had just barely seen how much he was paying you. And Definitely. like we always talk about the value you provide someone. Like people will pay for value. And that's really cool to see that. Yeah, it was. It was a really, really neat experience. When you're a person who really cares about people, even if they don't thank you, you still continue to service people. But when somebody takes the time to recognize that, I mean, it's like uh, 100 people could go by and you're doing everything that you can yeah. and nobody says thank you. And then someone takes a moment to say, hey, thank you, you're the best. I really appreciate what you've done. And then it all feels worth it. Oh, it really does. And you know, I tell you what, I always tell my clients this and I tell other agents the same thing. Because I've had other agents, you know, Susie, how do you do what you do? And can you give me some pointers and whatever? And I always say, at the end of the day, I'm the one who has to look myself in the mirror. Yeah. And I want to like the image that looks back at me. And I want to be able to sleep at night. I want to be able to know that if I ever run in, whether I complete a transaction with these people or not, because sometimes it's not a good fit, and sometimes it's not the right time, and whether I complete it with them or not, I want to be able to see them in the grocery store and go up and give them a hug. And that's how I feel about real estate. Well, that's a wonderful, and it brings to mind a... a point I've always tried to make. Sometimes I'll, I'll say, who's the only person you can never get away from? And a lot of times they're off the top of their head. People say, well, your spouse, your kids, whatever. You know, they say something. And I say, no, it's yourself. You're your constant traveling companion. And nobody likes to have a companion that they don't like. So if you're going to travel through life and you can never get away from yourself, you really want to like that person. Oh, definitely. And be able to look them in the mirror, like you say, and say, I like who that is. Yeah. Maybe nobody else knows exactly. who I am, but I know who I am. I like who I am because I know what kind of person I am. I think that's yeah, I, I don't think you can place the dollar value on integrity, and I've always taught my kids that. Mm -hmm. And speaking to what you just said, there is a phrase my husband always uses when he's talking to people, and he says, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> I like that. And it's true. <laughs> yes, it is. 
Well, and speaking about liking yourself, people like to do business with who they know, like, and trust. So we want to hear a little bit more about you. So what are some things that you enjoy doing when you aren't working? Oh, my goodness. I love to travel. Oh, yeah? You know, I've been to Europe. I've been to France. I've been to Italy. I've been to Switzerland. I, I love to travel. And I have to tell you, my number one love is my family. I love to go and see my kids and spend time with them. I just have a blast. And it just seems like no matter where we go or what we do, they have me along and they are happy to have me along. And I love that. You know, it was, I'm trying to think when, oh, last year for my birthday and Mother's Day, my son in Georgia announced to me that my present was going to be a trip to Florida. And so he paid for, of course, I paid my plane fare, but then he paid for the uh, Airbnb for me, and we stayed on the beach, and we had a blast. We had an absolute blast. So that really is my love. And then, of course, I like my girl time. I love to go on girl trips. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Well, you know, some people say, yeah, people say, you know, they talk about their families and, you know, but. There are a lot of families that uh, have problems. <laughs> and mine is not an exception to that. I will tell you, mine is not an exception. Like yeah. I said, I've I've moved in all kinds of situations. I've been divorced. I've had kids at home. I've had kids out in left field, so to speak. I've had, you know, lots of drama in my family. And in a way... Oh, I I never thought I would use this word, but in a way I'm kind of grateful because I can talk to almost anybody in almost any kind of situation and I can personally relate. Uh It's an instant connection to form a relationship once I can start talking to somebody and they really open their heart to me. And that happens a lot. And all of a sudden I realize, holy cow, that happened to me. My son went through that, or I went through that, or my mom went through that. or, And then, then there's, there's an instant bond. Yes. Well, there's a little bit, uh, there's a difference between uh, sympathy and empathy. Definitely. And empathy is a much stronger emotion and connection to people when you've actually experienced the same kind of things they have. Yeah, empathy is you walk in, you've walked in yep. their shoes. Yes, exactly. And I've always said, you know, whenever I need advice or help, I want to talk to somebody who's lived a life yeah. and, and had some experiences, not just come from a textbook situation. Yeah. And I think the same thing in real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had great real estate transactions. I've had really terrible real estate transactions. And so I've really, really learned um, what people need to help them sleep better at night when they're going through their transactions. You can't say any better than that, Steph. Right? (laughs) Well, Susie, thank you so much for sharing with us about your real estate experience. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, we love having you. And the thing is, is that you can really feel, I don't know, I feel genuine. Uh, you know, when you talk to people, you know some people are in business for business, and then there are people that are just genuinely good people that you rub up against in in the business world, and you're one of those people that just seems so genuinely um, caring about people. That's the kind of agent everybody needs. Oh, thank you, thank you so much.